You're listening to Sports Connections with David Smale, the show that brings you a fun and intimate look into connections throughout sports. Now here's your host, David Smale. It would be easy to say that Roger Espinosa is the face of Sporting Kansas City. While there are others who can also lay claim to that title, there's no one more qualified. Espinosa was the eighth overall pick of the 2000 MLS, 2008 MLS Super Draft by the Kansas City Wizards, the present predecessor of Sporting Kansas City. So that tells you how long he's been part of the, the franchise. He played 113 matches for the club through the 2012 season before signing with the English Premier League. Played there for two seasons before coming back to Sporting for the 2015 season. And he's been an integral part of the team ever since. He's helped, helped the club win its second and third Lamar Open U.S. Open Cup, Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup titles. His veteran presence is key to the success of this franchise. Roger, welcome to Sports Connections. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. All right. Does it feel like you've been part of this franchise for almost 15 years? Uh, it's, you know, it doesn't feel that way. It felt like it was just last year. It yeah. felt like it was just, you know, right away, everything, time just flies by. Uh, but, you know, if you start thinking about the years uh, and all the stuff that happened at the club, uh, then you start realizing, oh, yeah, a lot of has, has, has yeah. happened then. Uh, but it's, it's flowing by, and, and you, know, I'm, uh, you know, I'm still just as excited as, the, as when I got here. Now, I know you were drafted by the team, so you didn't have a choice where you first uh, signed, and it was way back when it was the Wizards. So that, you know, as I said, that uh, says how long you've been there. But you've had other opportunities to play elsewhere. And other than the 2013-2014 in the English Premier League, you've chosen to stay here in Kansas City. Why? Yeah, so, you know, like you said, you know, I didn't have a choice to what club, but, you know, I was open-minded uh, at whatever club was going to draft. And I knew the club that drafted me was going to be the right one and it happened to beat the Wizards at the time. So I was just as happy. And, you know, my parents live in Denver, Colorado, so that's not uh, far of a distance. It's been very tough if you end up in Montreal or like in, yeah. in Toronto right but you know just as excited and um and yeah you know I got the opportunity to go to England and to say that it was not that I wasn't happy in Kansas City I was beyond happy but you know the Premier League is is the top league in the world and yeah. you know everybody wants to go at least have a uh a, a try and see if you get the opportunity and for me that was the opportunity but if I ever had a, to choose a club I would always be sporting because this is where I was. Uh, this is the place I love to be. And it wasn't that, you know, that I wanted to leave sporting. That was never the case. Yeah. It's the opportunity to go to the Premier League was there. And for me, uh, if there was no Premier League, I would still be in Kansas City no matter what, just because of, you know, just how, uh, what this place means to me and, you know, uh, how great it is to play soccer here because there's no distraction. You can only get involved with the game and, you know, trying to win championships here. Do you still have your old Wizards jersey? There's probably not a lot of those around, are there? Oh, I have plenty. I have plenty. I have plenty in the in the closet. Uh, uh, you know, I keep uh, at least a jersey from each year that I have played here, um, and some that I have traded over the years with with players. But it's I have Wizards jersey, and uh, so is my family. So uh, yeah. those are going to be there for, uh, for the rest of our lives. All right, you got you got to be honest with me here. Which is better, the Wizards jersey with all those colors, or that really cool? And I, I'm not going to tell you which one I like better. The really cool sporting with the various shades of blue. Uh I like the Wizards just because of the old school, and we tend to go back to old school stuff. But you know, 
we're probably going to be looking at the Wizards at the sporting ones the same way we're looking at the Wizards now. Uh, yeah. But there is some nice ones. I mean, my favorite one is the black one um, that we had here with Sporting a couple of years ago. That black one is it's is very nice, and yeah. we've other jerseys over the year. But the black one is my favorite one right now. And I'll, uh, <clears throat> I like the color black uh, on me, so I would I'd rather uh, uh, stay with that one. Stick with that one. Yeah, I, I'm with you though. I do like the Wizards. Uh, that was pretty cool. Now you're probably the only person with the club, at least those who we see on the pitch whose tenure predates Peter Vermees as the, as the manager, is he part of the reason you've stayed with the club for so long? Yeah. Um, he is one of the main reasons, you know, it's because as a, as a player, you know, you want continuity, you want, um, you know, you know, the system, you know, the coach in uh, a team where you're always contending for championships. Uh, you're always, the expectations are very high. And so for me, I knew that, you know, to win championships is not easy. It takes teams right. five, ten years, sometimes decades to win a championship. And so for me, I knew that the opportunity to win championships is at this club. And I'm happy here. So there was no reason for me to try to go somewhere else and see if the grass is green on the other side. You know, I already know it's green here and I don't need to go anywhere else. So <clears throat> for that reason, I feel like this is the place for me to be. And there's no reason if it's. Uh, nothing is broken here. Why would I try to go somewhere else? It's 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 no brainer for me to stay here. Yeah. Now, why is why is his system such a good fit for you? Because he talks all the time about his system and finding players that fit that. Why is that such a good fit for you? Uh, it's been a great fit just because of the position. You know, I play many positions at this club, right? I play left back. I started as a left back, left midfielder, uh, and now in the center. Um, and I think it has to do with the players too. You know, everybody gets their role, the individual roles, and as a team role. And I think if you all collaborate to that, you're going to be successful. I mean, you know, you're going to make it to the playoffs, contend for for playoffs every year, and and, and championships. Uh, and for that reason, you know, I think people has the role, and he has the system uh, to the T. Uh, he knows what he wants from his player. He knows what he wants from from you and the team. And the expectations are high because of the facilities, because of what the coaches, the ownership and the fans demand from you and the brand new stadium. So the expectations are there and the responsibilities are assigned to each individual and, and the team. So for that reason, I always feel, you know, that pressure and I like to feel that pressure. You know, yeah. I think if you feel that pressure, uh, you want to be part of that. You feel like you care about the, the team and the club. And for that reason, I think uh, it has worked for me very well. But yet your role has changed. You talked about each person has a role. It's changed over the years, and especially in your second tour with sporting, you've been more involved in the offense. Was that by design or did that just kind of happen? Uh, some by design and some happened with experience. Uh, you know, with experience, you feel like, you know, the need to help the team in other areas. And you realize, hey, I know now I know how this area works. And now if I can push my limits a little more, then I would do that. Um, you know, just like, uh, you know, being more of a role model in the locker room, I guess I would say, you know, and, and that that changes your experience and comes with, you know, with who you are in the club and how long you've been here. And, and you know, it's I guess it goes with anything in life, too. You know, the older you get, the more wiser you get. And I guess in the soccer field, it's just the same. And the younger guys are just trying to learn. So uh, same goes with the with the and the team environment, you know, and the club environment. 
And for that reason, you got to take other roles. And I think every year, everything changes. And if you don't keep up with that, then, you know, you get changed too. So uh, it is what it is. And, you know, and that's the nature of sport. Yeah. And, and that's a really good theory, Roger, that as you get older, you get wiser. It doesn't always work. So it's really good, <laughs> really good when it does. Um, I don't know if you follow basketball at all, but there's certain players that w- when they bring the ball across midcourt, uh, the people will say, okay, they're in, they're in range. <laughs> they can shoot from really far out. I love it when you have an o- opening and you're not in the box. You're not, you know, just outside the box. You're 10, 15 yards outside the box. And everyone in the, in all of Children's Mercy Park or watching on TV knows Roger's going to let one go. And if it doesn't find the back of the net, somebody in the 13th row is going <laughs> to be knocked dizzy when that ball hits him yeah. in the head. Talk about your your approach to letting it rip. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like the basketball. You know, if you shoot, the more you shoot, the more back to you, you're going you're gonna to make, right? Yeah. Uh, and so for me, I'm going to shoot as much as I can. And one of them, if I get the opportunity, uh, you know, I don't know if it's a saying by Michael Jordan or someone, it's like you miss the majority of the shots you don't take. And so, yeah. you know, you got to – you got to take, you got to take the shots and, you know, if I have opportunity, you know, and sometimes this is what I said, I got lucky today. If I scored, then I said, Oh, well, today I got lucky today. The ball ended up deciding to go in frame, you know, but it is. And that's, I mean, it's once you get on top of the box, you have to take uh, you have to take a chance and, you know, it hasn't happened as much this year. And that's the approach I'm trying to have, uh, you know, uh, as a club, uh, as a player, I'm trying to get to that, you know, to that stage again and get myself going and this beginning of the season, you know, give myself an opportunity and space so I can, um, you know, give myself opportunity to score. Yeah. Now, I'm not intentionally trying to expand your horizons with other sports, but at, at All-Star Games in the NHL, they have skills competition, you know, fastest <laughs> skater, hardest shot, stuff like that. If they had that at an MLS uh, All-Star Game, uh, would you try? Would you compete for hardest shot or longest shot or anything like that? It, it just seems like, <laughs> I mean, it's not your your thing to for a chip shot inside the box. You're going to fire from uh, from as far out as possible and save the women and children. Here it comes. Yeah, I guess long long distance target, right? I guess. <laughs> I see if you hit the target. <laughs> okay. What well, What are some highlights of your sporting career? Uh she. I mean, I would say just the championship. Right. Every time you get to. To win a championship doesn't matter when it is they all feel very good uh they'll feel great and that also tells a little bit about your career and your accomplishments that year uh as a team i think that it's it's the best i think that's the best feeling ever when you can win a championship and you know and celebrate it with everyone because it tells you know that uh everyone that was behind you supporting you know, everybody just sees the player but behind the player is absolutely you know your family first of all but all the people that works at the facilities, you know, from the people who's from the cleaning crew all the way to the ownership. So um, that's the people that you think about, you know, when you win a championship is that those people are there to support you and made your career a lot easier. So those are always my highlights, you know, oh, wow, yeah. I'm here. I want a champion. I work very hard for this. Uh, you were part of three different, uh, and I butchered this in the introduction, three different Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup titles. But your short time in the English Premier League is when Sporting won the MLS Cup. There are two ways you could have looked at it, like, dang, I could have been part of that, or those are my brothers. 
I'm happy for them. Which did you choose? Uh, I was very happy for them um, because I knew it was coming. Uh, you know, it, it was coming, but I also, you know, knew that I ha- it was my time to move abroad and, mm-hmm. and, um, and play over there. I knew that if I was here, you know, that would have been the same case. I would have been celebrating with the guys. Uh, I'm very happy for the club. And the same way I feel right now, this, that the club is also, you know, in stage, you know, where it's one of these years going to happen again and we're going to win MLS Cup. Um, you know, I was fortunate enough to go to um, England and win a championship there too, uh, which is the FA Cup. And then it would have been the same thing. Oh, I was supposed to go to England. And if I would have been in England, I would have won the FA Cup with Wigan. Instead, <laughs> yeah. I won the MLS Cup here. So it's very hard to to say which one would you choose, you know. And for me at the moment, I was there and that's what I was supposed to be. That was my yeah. destiny and that's where I was. And um, I don't know, maybe if I was in Kansas City, I would have scored our own goal and we would have lost the MLS Cup. <laughs> <laughs> so you never know. You, you never know where it goes. And that was where I was supposed to be at the right time. Kansas City is supposed to be winning the MLS Cup. And I was supposed to be in England. And I'm very excited for the club. Uh, very happy. And I think the reason I'm back in Kansas City is because uh, the club knows that's how I feel about the club and how, uh, uh, you know, I felt before I left. And that, that was an opportunity that I had to take. Talk about playing for the Honduran national team. What was that like? Uh, it was, I think it was the best, one of the best decisions I made in my career. Is that one was obviously when you go to national team, they choose you, but it's also you can choose where if you decide to play or you don't want to play. And I think every time it comes to an opportunity of a national team, uh, especially me being Honduran and growing up in the United States, uh, I felt Honduran. I is ingrained in my culture. Uh, I thought that you know it was the best decision for me to join the national team and and be there. You know, it gave me the opportunity to to reach uh, some of my goals and my dreams uh, to play in World Cup Olympics. And so for that, uh, you know, it was, it was a great decision to stick with it and work very hard to to reach that and, and, and finally get in the spot in the national team. Uh, obviously, I'm not. Give, telling you anything you don't know, you're closer to the end of your career than the beginning. How has your adaptability helped you extend your career? Uh, immensely. Uh, you know, from from role playing, from you know being able to use the experience, uh, from you know using the experience in games. You know, don't run as much as when I was younger, but you know can help the team with more experience, communication to the players, um, use the right times to go, the right times to stay. You know, uh, all that has helped me. Um, I think adaptability is it's everything in sports, you know, from getting new teammates, uh, new ways of plays, uh, being able to to play against your opponents, you know, teams over the years, you know, players over the years. And so that uh, absolutely, you know, on what players are going to press you quicker, what players you can pressure, where their tendencies are. And that's all adapting to each year and each player that comes into the league, I think, has has uh, absolutely uh, kept me uh, playing uh, at this level that the league has gotten now. Uh, how, how much longer do you plan to play and what are your goals for the rest of your career? Uh, I don't know how much longer. Um, obviously, I'm still trying to win the MLS Cup here. Those are uh, my goals here, but I don't know how much longer. I mean, if it's this year and you know, things changes, things can change very quick in your career. Um, you know, one thing I would say, I'm, I'm very happy with how far I've come and what I've accomplished. Um, but I'm still searching, you know, to, 
to win championship with this club, to win uh, um, games. Obviously, you have to win games to get to those, to that. Uh, but you know, we want to you know win those games to put ourselves in situations where uh, we can win the championship. And I'm guessing as long as they keep offering you a contract and giving you one of those pretty blue shirt jerseys, you're going to keep running out there and playing, aren't you? That's what I always have said. You you exactly have quoted something I always tell people sometimes, you know. <laughs> you know, you know, you have to work hard and then that all comes with it, you know. And, um, you know, I also have to feel that I'm capable enough, you know, the day I don't feel like I can't run, then I'll just walk away. Yeah. Now, what what happens next after your playing career is done? Either you decide you can't play anymore or, or the, the club decides that, you know, you can't keep up or whatever. What's next for you? It's tough. It's tough. You know, they tell you to prepare, but I'm telling you, you try to do, you know, I've taken some coaching courses uh, with the USA um, Association and uh, with the Federation and you take the coaching course, but it's, it's very, very difficult. You try to focus on, on, on the playing time and then you have to come and do all these assignments and all these coaching uh, classes. You have to go coach a team and stuff and it's not easy. So I don't know if I recommend that to a lot of players because you want them to concentrate on the field too. So it's, it's very difficult. Then you try to do other stuff, you know, lucky enough, I have played, you know, for so many years. So I haven't been able to save some money and you try to do stuff that, you know, will, will set your path for the future, you know, in case something goes wrong. And so that's also another part that's very hard because you're also going away from the game. If you're trying to like, let's say, go into real estate, or you're trying to invest in other areas. Uh, it's not easy. And, um, you know, it's kind of hard to answer that question to you because I still have not been able to see if I want to go into coaching or if I want to go into something else. I don't know, real estate, which, you know, I've tried to and, you know, it's not going bad, but it's difficult. It's difficult. People says at least you always set themselves up. But I'm telling people go running out there for two hours and then trying to come back and do the whole day. I mean, you live in training at 4 p.m. every day. It's, 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 it's tough. I'm not saying we have it harder than other people do. I'm just saying it's, it's, it's very difficult to stay in the world of sports and trying to go on a Saturday and trying to please people too because people pay a lot of money to go watch you play and win games. Yes. So I think out of respect for people too, you have to be and stay in the game. Okay, I want to wrap up with a few personal questions. Obviously, most people are just listening to this, but as you talk with your hands, as I do, I see a wedding a wedding ring on your finger. How's married <laughs> life? Yeah, uh, you know, majority of people in this area of the country or in Kansas City uh, knows that I got married this past year uh, who happened to be also a, a professional soccer player. She plays for uh, the Casey Current. Uh, very good player. Pay attention to her, number 10 on the team. Her name is Loe Al Labonta. Uh, you know, and we created a relationship here in the past when uh, the old um, Casey team, women's team was here. Uh, they moved to Utah and back to Kansas City uh, last year and, you know, happen to be, you know, uh, it's just how destiny works sometimes, you know, she, uh, you know, we never thought she was going to come back here and it happened to be, I happened to be here again in the club. Uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's easier for me to go and, and, and propose and get engaged. And, you know, I could be more than happy to be at the same place and, you know, and the team being brought back here, um, you know, and as you can see, there's a lot of soccer going on in the, in my household now as, uh, a lot of soccer talks, uh, but also a lot of sports talk and uh, some competition in there. But, you know, it's all uh, positive stuff. So it's it's great and I'm very happy. 
do you coach each other? Do you critique each other's play or are you, are you close enough yet where you can get away with that? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, if you're married, I think you already are close enough, you know, uh, you know, and we do, we do. And like I said, it's a lot of positive stuff, you know, it's, 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 it's good criticism. It's only great, great for you. Um, you know, if you really look at the game, the way it is, uh, there's only positive stuff you can bring out of every game. I mean, uh, you know, you always, it looks easier from outside, but once you're inside the field and, you know, from on top, from the stadium or from cameras, you see all the space, but you got to remember you're on the spot and you can't see from a, from a bird's eye view where yeah. all the spots are in the game. And you can only learn from each game. And if you see it, you can kind of like, uh, she lets me know, I let her know, but it's always positive stuff. You know, it's, it's not an easy stuff. And, it's always a uh, positive stuff that comes out of games. It's probably easier to take knowing that the other one is doing the same thing. I mean, what, what position does she play? She plays almost the exact same position, okay. just a little bit different roles. Yeah. But it's still in the center of the park, you know, and and obviously you're playing against completely different teams than I am, um, different uh, formations. So that changes a little bit. Um and the team's pressuring, other teams are not pressuring. So it's you can only go based on uh, on what the the game was and yeah. what you can do individually as a player that will make your game better. But try to go off of what other teams do. It's very difficult because each team is different, each coach is different, each player is different. So uh you only coach based on you know in your individual position and what you can do better to to better your game. And she probably knows you pretty well now and can say to you in a way, hey, maybe next time you're in this situation, regardless of what the defense is doing, here's what you can do. And you can accept that better knowing she is trying to do the same thing. Absolutely. You have to be very open-minded on this thing. And um, you mentioned adaptability. Um, I think that comes with being coach and being coachable each year and each moment and each game. Um, it comes with that. And like I said, that, that comes with getting older and being able to listen uh, to what uh, everything is being said to do. It's not always a response to that. It's always, you know, like, hey, that you know, this person's looking at the game, different view. And you got to understand coaches also, uh, especially here in Kansas City, coaches played the game way before you. So obviously they have more experience than you do. And the people watching the game too, like my wife, for example. So it's, yeah. it's, it's great to listen because sometimes you don't see some of those things. Yeah. I always like to wrap up with this and you can answer it. You can interpret the question however you want, answer it however you want. What's your legacy? Legacy, like leaving while leaving behind Kansas City. Ah, uh, it's a good question. Um, I hope that all the academy kids and everybody, you know, younger kids at the club had left have seen me that every time on the field, I left 100% of my body there to try to make this club better and left it better than what it was before. That's a great way to wrap it up, Roger. I, I appreciate it. I, I will tell you, as somebody who's covered the team for a number of years, you know, sitting up in the press box or w watching on TV when you guys are on the road, I never question whether you're going to give 100% effort. You know, I might wonder why, you know, you went right instead of left or you went left instead of right or why you're trying to shot from 40 yards out. I might wonder some of those things, but I, but I never wonder 
did Roger give it his best today? That is that is a, a given. So I, I appreciate that effort and I appreciate you taking time to join us today. All right, thank you. I appreciate your time. Thanks for listening to Sports Connections with David Smale. Make sure to subscribe, follow, and rate the show from your favorite podcast platform. You can learn more about David Smale and his work by visiting davidsmalebooks.com. Don't forget to join us weekly for new episodes. Until next time.